Greetings, Lotuses. Welcome back to the Lotus Wounds Awakening Podcast. I am Ash Makita, your usual host. Um, you know, today I just want to come on here actually to update you guys because I've been gone for a while. And also welcome a special guest because that's just something about my journey. I find that I always come across people who I can just vibe with and connect with and have cool conversations with. And I'm the type of person that enjoys a good conversation. I love to hear different perspectives of life. And that's really what inspires a lot of my work. That's what inspires these Sunday segments known as Soul Speak. Because I want to hear people's different you know, perspectives. I want to hear what their souls have to say. So today I have with me Ren. You can check her out here on Anchor at Vibe with Ren. She'll be posting her first podcast episode. And I'm really excited about that because I just love to see, I don't know, Jamaican women, Caribbean women, black women, people from my, you know, ethnic group. Not that it's limited to that, but it's a thing when you can see your own people jumping onto the creative wave and sharing our perspectives of life in Jamaica, in the Caribbean, as black women, because, you know, we need more representation. It matters. It matters for the youths, for hearing these conversations from people who look like them, who come from environments like them. So I'm really honored. I'm honored whenever I'm able to connect with people. So give thanks to Source for that. Today, we want to talk about our initiations into womanhood. Now, of course, if you've been vibing with my podcast, everyone would know that I love to share psycho-spiritual perspectives on life, and I find that Ren have that open mind too. She comes from a lot of political stance, which I love because she has a very open mind in the sense that she analyzes things as well. So we're just going to join our different perspectives today and also share a little bit about our personal journeys that you know we feel like helped us to realize that we were women. Um, just a little bit about me. If you're new here, I'm Ash, Ash Makita. I'm 25 years old and I have two babies. I have a toddler and a newborn who's about five months. I've been married for the past five years to my divine partner. And my journey is all about conscious parenting, conscious motherhood, divine balance, um, and conscious partnership. So I'm really focused on tapping into intergenerational trauma intergenerational trauma especially in the black community and how we can just identify them identify the patterns and do our part in healing them so i think this conversation is another big part of that because as black women as jamaican women we go through a lot of things that i feel like wound us but also strengthen us in the realms of womanhood so to kick things off i'm just going to let renisha ren introduce herself hi ren hi so Hi, my name is Ren, and I am a young entrepreneur, mm-hmm. college student as well, and I also work, mm-hmm. you know, a nine-to-five, yeah. so, so I'm a whole Ren is busy. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's what I love today, too, because... Like I say, I'm a mom, and Ren, Ren's not a mom yet, but we find that we can sit and talk, even no, though we're different. and you're married. And I'm married, and, and Ren actually is new which is another whole one day we're gonna type dive into relationship we're gonna have a relationship topic, session guys. yeah oh chills because <laughs> boy but um i think it's amazing that we can connect on our womanhood and i really like that you know because in these times it's hard for have conversation without feeling like it's a competition of who have it harder who have it better who better, who better you know and we all really go into our struggles depend no matter the path or whatever yeah. 
who married, I try to figure out partnership, I try to figure out how to please them husband, who's single, I try to wonder why the world's so effed up, why man why them can't find a marriage. You know, who have pitney, I try to know how I got balance with my children, who don't have children, I got through them own struggles. Everybody and, have them own Yeah, children. and Ren can even share on that when the time rises and mm-hmm. go over a podcast because there's so much that Renisha will be. Sorry about that. We had a brief interruption, but we are back. So I was saying that one of the things I realized down here in Jamaica is that a lot of us, especially those who have that grandparent training or just their family come from country, we learn how to take care of a home from young. Our parents or our grandparents really instilling us how to cook, how to clean, how to hang up clothes. Even we don't talk about you have to hang it up in order, yeah. make sure it, you know, by size. And it was so annoying. <laughs> but when you're young, but now that we're women, it's like, like wow, thank God um, they instilled this in me. Can it, it, it will give you an ego. It does. It, it really does. It teaches you how to care for a home. And, you know, me being a woman now and especially being on that conscious marriage journey and motherhood, mm-hmm. I find that one of the key parts of healing our nation, it yes. starts in the home. Well, if I have balance and in the home. for some persons, cleaning is actually like a meditation. It is meditation. Girl, you know it. That's a... I'm so happy you said that because I used to say this all the time. Like, anybody else feel like you could have clean and your mind just a clear yeah. and cleaning and cooking? Cooking, meditation. Oh, yeah. I mean, I chop up. Soul food. Soul food. That's real soul food. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I find that in Jamaica, and I know all the Jamaicans who really can relate to this know what we're talking about. There's a thing about our women where we just know these things. Well, the ones who have that background in them. Yeah. Um, but you know, on the flip side, which what that's interesting to me is that even though we have the physical side of things where we know how to do these things on the emotional side i find that we're lacking in the women department we don't really have that connection a lot of times to our mothers and emotional connection because our mothers really have that more provider thing like them you know they work hard but that also has to do with the society that we live in in jamaica right so i guess we have to point out also that a rite of passage in jamaica is so very different to another culture no, even though there over, are similarities yeah, as overall, well overall females have it harder than men mm-hmm. growing up like for instance you go with your brother uh, you know your, that's your like mother this, yeah. Yeah, your mother not gonna make your brother clean wash, up the cook house and, and, clean. and that's a big discussion yeah. too that causes imbalance in the sexes like man and woman yeah where because some sometimes men they grow thinking thinking that they're not supposed to help supposed to be can right. wash cook and clean and they're when, not supposed to cook and clean yeah which is just shout out to my husband Run real quick because Kumba, not the Jamaican guys. <laughs> Ren have it out for y'all Jamaican men. She don't think the Jamaican men have it yet, but you know enough pull up on the socks. But yeah, shout out to my husband because that's something that we really try to model for our children, which is balance. Like he's a nurturer, mommy's a nurturer. He's a provider, mommy can be a provider, and that's really what I think. Also, funny enough, I think that's what did help me get into womanhood because. I don't think I knew how to relate to a man growing up, honestly. Like, I used to observe my parents' relationship, but they had problems, and eventually they got divorced, so it's like my childhood memory of relationships, I didn't know how to connect to a man, how to relate my emotions to a man, how to tell a man, say, oh, you hurt me over this. Like, all you know is just go silent and have, like, little energy sometime, you know? And that's, and that's not healthy. It's not, it's not healthy. And then some. Sometimes when you, you over-express yourself, 
Like mm-hmm. that scare men as well. That does because some of them don't never learn how to react. Yeah. Or how to um understand our expressions. Just a note, if you guys ever hear little children in the back, y'all know I'm a mom, so we we're just doing the best we can, going with the flu. <laughs> but yeah, I think all of that was like an initiation into motherhood. But before we jump ahead, not just motherhood, womanhood, but before we jump ahead, let's take it back. Mm-hmm. When do you think is the first time where you felt to yourself, whoa, I'm a woman now? Honestly, when I moved out. Okay. You know? Yeah. You know, I moved out by myself. Mm-hmm. No, nobody. You know, never know anything at all. Like, literally nothing. I never knew that you need to buy gas pan, mm-hmm. gas hose, and beer excitement mm-hmm. when you just move out. Yeah. Never know them things there. You know, never know, say, when you're going somewhere, you have to have the deposit the de- money. <laughs> That's how much I never knew anything. Yeah. And, and that's then, normal, actually. You'd be yeah. surprised how many people never do it. We just never yeah. prepared in that room. It was and all about school. It was all about book. book and yeah. when I just moved out, I never had anything. I literally moved out with a bed and mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. big boxes. Yo, and then them one days. day, I sat down and I looked around the house. Because I'm tired now, you know, I bought my stove, mm-hmm. fridge, mm-hmm. chest and drawer. And I have nice matina place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a place that Produce, I have, so you And build. I sat there and I was... The thing is, <coughs> I was worried about bills. You know, okay. I was worried that, oh, my bill coming up, this bill coming up. And then I stopped. And I looked around and I was like, whoa. Damn, I'm a I am woman, no. I'm blessed and I'm a woman because... You have my own bills. Mm-hmm. Not only are you a woman, but you're you're proud yeah. of the woman that you've become. Yeah, and I bought I bought stuff, and I just looking back at when I just moved out, how I never had anything, and now I have things that I bought with my money by myself, mm-hmm. didn't ask anybody for anything. That's when I was like, you're "Whoa, I'm a whole yeah, I'm like a whole grown woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do my own nails myself, mm-hmm. get my hair done myself, and I was like, "Whoa, like," and, and I'm in my late. 20s you know, early, my early yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my early 20s and I'm like whoa I'm achieving you're, so and much you're supposed to be proud of yourself yeah. I love that I love that you're able to talk so highly yourself because I think sometime in life we kind of was trained to not talk too highly of ourselves because it's like we're boasting but it's so healthy for us to it's be able to boasting, look back it's just it that is not it's it's it just sometimes you have to just you really have to be proud of yourself thank god you do and thank yourself to god and the energy that god put in you and the fact that you were obedient enough for trust have faith and move forward yeah faith listen Mm. faith (laughs) that faith that is a very big word faith can move mountains eh? move mountains but i know it's going to be it's it's going to be one year since since all of that and look at you yeah look at you going through all these rites of passages and moving is definitely a big writer passage i realized let me know how many people have found that they had to shift and move and realize that it literally shake your world upside down because yeah. things that you're used no, to it change completely it's very funny like when you talk your story to somebody okay honey <laughs> it's so funny when you talk your story to other persons mm-hmm. you would find out so weird that other persons actually and have you would the never same know that story just like you, would you never know and they're like ren i know how you felt yeah. because mm-hmm. even my neighbor ross at mm-hmm. ross pick up his <laughs> <every day. laughs> 
when we were talking, it so happened that both of us had the same story, (coughs) similar. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoa, like energy is something you You vibe with the same people. Yeah. And it's interesting because for me, it was a similar story where I decided to leave Jamaica at 19 because I wanted to pursue school. And at the time, that never worked out. But I think what really did trigger me and made me realize that I was a woman was when I went back overseas and I migrated and I had to go find a job. And I feel like, and maybe you can relate to this too, because I know you have experience with childcare from young, you know, looking over children. But as an elder sister in my family, I had to help out with my siblings. I had to cook, I had to do all this. And in many ways, I feel like, those were rites of passages as well into becoming a woman, you know? But I feel like the moment that I really felt like, okay, Ashley, you're a woman now, you have to really take control of your life, is when I decided to choose the way I was going to birth. Now, when I decided that, it triggered my whole family. My mother was upset, my mother was worried, she thought I was going to die. And at that time, me being 20 at the time, I was scared to be honest. I mean, number one, never I never have no support. Yeah, yeah, and I never have anybody that I could look to to say, okay, I'm pregnant now. What's next? You know, how my body do you feel? How my vagina do you feel? Yeah. What am I supposed to do with my husband? Like, how we communicate after a baby? Like, there these was, things, it wasn't like, no there. Training. No training. No no um, and, elder support. And honestly, I think that's what makes life so great. You think so? Yeah. But it makes it so hard, though. Like, Jesus, please. The depression that hit me, that, like, when I got to know, like, when I, the the first semester of my pregnancy, I don't know if it was a hormone shift or what, but I'm going to have a piece of depression. Oh, God. And I felt, I remember the underground because funny, the same thing like you, when me and my husband first got our apartment, we were pregnant, and we never have a bed, nothing. But, you know, American apartment come with stove and stuff at least, and we did have a couch, a couch and we'd have tough it up on the couch until we did buy our bed and i remember one night i was just in the room i'm just a ball and i look on this tree and i said to myself like how am i why am i feel so low how am i find myself here so and i never had nobody i could call on like nobody in my family i could say okay i feel in this energy and the key thing and the key reason why i realized i never had this is because our society don't hold that space no this go back into a lot of the reasons why I created Lotus Wombs is because I realized that the guidance that I wanted, it wasn't there. I'm going to feel like we need people at talk. Even if it's virtual support, we need that support. Um, and the thing with our society in Jamaica is that it's very fair-based. You know, growing up as little girls, the first thing we hear, I remember the first time my period come, first thing we hear is, you can't get pregnant, no. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but you can't give yeah, a little... Are they, no, are they assume? Are they assume? Are they yeah, and it's like, alright, let me gonna give me a little comfort, talk I to me. it's our culture. But it's our culture, and it's like, we get to a point now where, give thanks, I'm not bitter and angry, because I used to be so angry at everybody. Like, mama tell you, say, mad at everybody in my family. I did stop talking to everybody. Only my sibling that we used to talk to, because it did hurt. It did hurt as a young person for number one, be doubted so much, be looked down on because you don't have the guidance from your family and your society for things that you want to do. And just a side a side note, I had decided to birth naturally and my mother did things that made her go dead. 
Because you know Jamaican yeah. parents, they're like, well, yeah, take up yourself. Pretty. Yeah, and, and it's, you the know. The thing with Jamaicans is that they're so one-minded. Right. Like, and they, ooh, they don't, girl. they don't, they don't, they don't want to hear no other perspective. <laughs> Sorry, don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, too, remember, like, them have this thing when them feel like when they go foreign, you're going to take up foreign mentality and go, like, you're going to go lose yourself and worse if you come from a Christian background. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that all of that, all of that moment, all of not having the support, that's why I feel they push me. And Ativo, Ativo, help me walk into motherhood. I feel like I get pushed into yeah. womanhood. Yeah, not just I, motherhood, but womanhood. Like I just get shoved into it, you know. And but the greatest thing, I think what motivates you is the fact that they did not believe that girl make Exactly. exactly. Like the greatest thing. I love like, when people must yeah. say, "Doubt me, thank you Don't for doubting." Doubt yourself and prove them wrong, and that's that's like that's the greatest revenge, after. dog. Your accomplishment, yeah. like, nah, man, nothing will cost. Do you think? Oh, okay, that's what you think. Like, oh my, get chills because that's true. The greatest, yeah. the greatest revenge, if we should speak of revenge, is just for level up and do the things that people thought you couldn't do, yeah. and especially in this day and age, I can say I am proud of myself as a woman and as a mother for the path that I've chosen it's not always easy I mean, no, everybody can relate to that so sometimes when you're up on a path where you have a vision it's not going to be easy when you want to do something that your parents might not believe in but you see why you do it it's not going to be easy because the support well, not there just manifest and do the work manifest and do the work straight yeah. up and add a little sprinkle a little faith <laughs> you're good all of my pizza pepperoni <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, and you know, looking back, no, look at us. It's like Ren said, it's been a year since she moved out, and it's been four years. My daughter just turned four yesterday. Four years since I started that journey into becoming a woman slash mother, because I feel like it happened all at once. It's like jumping from 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, it's like that they just all intertwine of learning how to be a woman and a mother. Um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like... I feel like we covered that so quickly. It just did flow. But I have one last question before we tune out. Ren, as a woman, right? What's one thing that you would say to your younger self um, to guide her before she turns, say, 20? Before she hit that 20 to 30 cycle? What would you say to your younger self? I would say put yourself first. And words are just words. Oh. And why would you say that the last bit, especially words, words are just words? Words are just words because, you know, as you say, being a young woman, you get you get criticized a lot, especially if God. you're not doing stuff that the you're way supposed. The elders are traditions. Like, yeah, like you're yeah. supposed to do, and people will talk down on you. You know, and I remember. You know, when I work in office and persons used to see me because I used to put myself together, I wear nails and, you know, I look nice. Persons used to think that because I look nice, I can't cook, I can't wash. You're the stereotypes of the society. Clean. Yeah. And, it's like you have to be one way yeah, as a woman. Yeah, and someone said something to me. They said to me, you you can't cook or wash. You look like you can't cook or wash. And, because you look good? Yeah, because I look nice. Because you, know, you fix up yourself, you can't yeah, cook and, and I was like, what? 
what why kind of you said. what you know like you're supposed to me say as a woman you're supposed to look pop down and that's, and that's the only way yeah can. that's all they're going and to trust me they, i'm a mother of two i'm a light look good yeah <laughs> I like, like to. so that's why i like I, to look good that's why i come back to saying words are just words because mm-hmm. people will say words to you that will hurt you mm-hmm. but it's you can't to, control you yeah but it's you to see if you're going to take that as a strength right i'm going to take that as a downfall right because Words are hurtful. They yeah, are, especially they when are. you're you're an open-hearted person. Yeah. And yeah. Ren has a big heart, y'all. Yeah. We talking about vulgarity, you know. Ren gave Ren probably gave me talking about all of that, but Ren has a just big come by with me over vibe with, with Ren. Ren. <laughs> well, yeah. But, um. Honestly, I'm I'm trying now as a female to stop caring what people say about me and that's power right there to yeah. not to let people's thoughts but that's of you. the thing i don't want to change myself i Mm-mm. don't want to be the person that doesn't care what get hard say. hard heart like yeah, hardening your heart I'm not yeah because you're not a cold-hearted yeah i love that i love that you point that out but never let the world harden your heart but the world is really full of Beat your monsters. You will think. Listen, you will be smiling, and somebody say, "Where I smile from?" Yeah, especially hey, Jamaica. Rough, rough. I'ma tell them. I can't wait. We need to talk about that's another podcast. Cause we could have go for hours. But you see, Jamaica, it makes you very masculine as a woman because Mm. you have to protect yourself. And a lot of times, especially if you're a feminine woman, and especially you'll be taken advantage of, or people attack you. Especially. Jamaicans judge you based off of how you look. Yeah, that's a very they sad thing. How you look and how you talk. How you speak, yeah. They don't care about you as an individual. Yeah, and that hurts. And Trust me, when we realize sad. that, like, I think that's one of the reasons why it's hard to have even have sisterhoods out there. You realize, like, you don't see a lot of. Yeah. I mean, if you have it, it's always you hear it in the music, them some betrayal or somebody. Yeah, like, like it's like you notice in the music industry. The females, the songs that take off is songs where betrayal it's is always hurts. Betrayal yeah. or girl look better or take, take away your man. Because like, it's like we don't have sisterhood it's down there. Just, about yeah, there's no together. You're not gonna hear a togetherness song. And girl, together mom and therefore, you think of slavery? You think of the cup on the plantation? It, this is so rough that everybody that fight against each other. It must come from somewhere. Is it because as as an um from an ancestral perspective or women were never able to come together honestly remember like it was that always a competition the, we got the rebellious slaves you yeah know? when so, you tell me that that's it so that explains that's a lot. in it that's just itself like we females always talk down on each other and look down on each other and it's it's, it's not good honestly mm-hmm. that's true it's really not that is true um I feel like for me, before we close out, what I would tell my younger self is just do it. <laughs> like, don't care what people think, yeah. just do it. Because I feel like a lot of times I used to like delete stuff, like, I would uh, be ready to post something. I'm gonna yeah. look by myself and, like, no, don't post this, something wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, that's and just so delete. true. Because you, you, you just overthink and yeah, tear yeah. yourself apart. You're seeing persons who look at your weird and judge you. Yes, you like, why are you something. talking about this? Why are you writing about this? Yeah. What kind of weird thing is that? Like, I used to fear why, being why, why you, why seen as weird. Exactly. I hated, yes, be seen as weird. Yeah, but, but yeah, no. I mean, I tell myself, just do it. What what going to happen? Them can't, what am I going to do? Just do just it. Just post it. Just post <laughs> it. It don't have, oh, and that too. It don't have to be perfect. Just start because everything, honestly, I just grew with that. I want that's what matters. Everything is about perfection nowadays. <laughs> everything you have to be perfect. 
yeah, I'm nobody filtered. is perfect. Um, exactly. A exactly. Big batty, big <laughs> That's another one to um, talk about. Like Pretty. I say, we could talk about so much, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have more conversations to come. Um, let me know what going into womanhood was like for you, whoever is listening, whether you want to comment or whether you want to. Hi, Malaya. I'll be right there. Hi. It's a perfect time now because my children are coming to look for me. But let me know what your journey into womanhood has been like. Um, I believe something that came to me earlier is that I think whatever our purpose is here, we tend to go through things that align us with our purpose. Like, for example, you becoming a woman, you go through, you know, you were talking about the fact that, you know, going through a breakup, um, you, the fact that you didn't connect to children, the things that you went through in your teenage years, all of that kind of gear you towards what you want yeah, how you no want to one. yeah how you want to be in the world and for me me becoming a mother young me getting married young me learning about relationship that really aligned with my purpose of you know what i see as conscious mothering healing the family relationship healing um bloodline relationships so i find that our initiations into womanhood will be different based on what our purpose is but then we'll always have that umbrella things that we all go through like our first kiss our first time having sex or period you know we always may have those relating girls yeah listen guys you don't have to rush sex (laughs) you hear big sister ren you hear and you know what a funny thing both of us ren you say you lost yours at 19. 19 and i lost mine at 17 yeah 17 18 yeah so and i agree with it's that you know it is and it's funny because we were both um grown diehard christians like but even now even though i've shifted from christianity i honestly still understand still why you should got in my heart you should oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's the candidness of the woman keeping it real <laughs> but yeah um it's still funny because that's another topic that I can't wait for us yeah. to dive into religion. But even though I've shifted from accepting um, a more westernized or European perspective of religion, I still hold to a lot of the beliefs. Like even sex, I understand now why, even from a spiritual perspective, wait. You know what I'm saying? As yeah, a young so woman, wait tight, because guys. yeah, and everybody have the right energy feel, and everybody be a vessel, guys. You're vessel. a vessel, and yeah, for remember, so you're not just a body only. You're a body, mind, and a spirit. So if I ask yourself, this person I give my body to, him can feed my spirit, him can feed my mind, or am I gonna mad me out? Yeah. What what attached to him bloodline? What kind of ancestral energies them have? Like, ask these questions, guys. So, y'all, we gonna wrap this up. And I'm so happy that we got to do this, Ren. Um, I'm really happy that I got to have these conversations. Malaiko, it did flow. It just yeah. easy. Malaiko, we're jumping out patois with English. <laughs> but guys, definitely check out Vibe with Ren. I myself, I'm looking forward to Ren posting. But I don't know, Ren self-love. is busy. Self-love. Go over there. Come talk with me about self-love, Yes, guys. that's her first episode. But you know, Ren busy balancing a lot. Like all of us. Like, well, like me and Ren, we, we all busy. We're busy out here. But you know, she yeah. can be dropping episodes every time she's able to so just vibe with her be patient with her and just rock with her thank you all for tuning in to the lotus wounds awakening podcast i'm ash makita i'm sending you love from jamaica peace bye bye